Hello, hello. Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And today I have a nice full-length podcast for you. It's going to be about the legacy of Gangstar. And I just wanted to take a moment to really reflect and um, talk about why I think uh, this duo is so important. And I also want to pay respect to Guru. God bless his fucking soul. He is a very uh, gifted MC. God bless him. Um, his birthday is July 17th. So I'm going to keep that in mind for when that date rolls around. Don't mind me if I... Boom, boom, boom. So keeping everything in mind and in line, I want to talk about everything from the legacy to the discography, you know, um, the, the, the passing of Guru. I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit, but mainly I just want to t- talk about the life and uh, the awesome career of Gangstar because I feel like Gangstar is so very fucking important. Gangstar to me is the best dj mc combinations you could ever have you know i mean there's eric being a rock him that's very true you know that I, I, I gotta talk about them very soon but whenever i think about gangstar there is this this crispness and this smoothness and guru i gotta say guru when i heard um i remember the first gangstar album i ever heard was hard to earn and that's the one with mass i'm giving now skills with the mass appeal you know what i mean the mass appeal record is on there duh, duh, duh. you know we all know that that beat as soon as you hear it you know it and um yeah something about it like something about the way dj premier would find these samples and put these beats together and mix them in and then the way Guru would come through, I um, I, I, if I could compare Guru to another MC, I would compare him to MF Doom in the sense of like his calm, like his calm. He's very chill when he delivers, like he's just a cold killer, you know, and like when he delivers his lyrics, um, he does it in such a manner. Like I remember listening to tons of guns and brainstorm and no matter like what the beats can be really hitting, he doesn't really change his vocal tone too crazy you know um he really is smooth as butter like he's like mf doom in the sense he's like butter um and gangstar like i said like from their early inclination and everything getting put together um you have dj premier who is fucking originally from the south he's, i believe he's originally from texas if i if i believe let me double check this so dj premier yeah, he was born in Houston, Texas, and he eventually moved to New York City, linked up with Guru, and that pretty much the rest is history because they are in that same era as the Mob Deeps, the MOPs, Wu-Tang Clan, Big L, and uh, I do a podcast about it, Big L very soon, very fucking soon, especially since my man Stevie Franks has a, is such a huge fan. I think he would like that one, um, but everything, like they, they dropped in 89 with no more mr nice guy and it's his dj premiere guru and we have a production credit from the 45 king i'm not gonna lie i haven't heard this album i haven't heard a few of their early works but everything after uh hard to earn is has floated my way and just to think for years that they were making music and putting stuff together and um the the passing of guru was very heartbreaking and um for those of you who don't know, on February 28, 2010, Guru went into cardiac arrest following surgery, fell into a coma. It was claimed that Guru had briefly awakened from his coma but died on April 19, 2010 at the age of 48 with multiple, my, 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 uh, multiple myeloma, a form of blood cancer. 
Guru was survived by his parents, three siblings, and a son named Keith Casism. His production partner, Solar, claimed that Guru had a momentarily awakened from his coma to compose a letter to the public. Although DJ Premier and members of Guru's family stated that he never regained consciousness, Guru's fa family claimed that Solar had prevented them from having contact with the Guru during his illness just before his death. Holy shit. I didn't know all of this. The validity of the death... Mm. The validity of the deathbed letter was consequently challenged by Guru's family. In an interview on Conspiracy Worldwide Radio, Solar claimed that he was protective of Guru and everything he had said was true. This interview was met by extreme emotion from the hip-hop community and did little to clear the controversy surrounding his actions. Yeah. Um, DJ Premier produced a tribute mix to Guru and has released a public letter along with Guru's sister, Patricia Alam. Harry J. Alam and older brother wrote a personal memoir in Remembrance published in the Boston Globe on April 23rd, 2010. The Elon family had a Guru tribute website set up where visitors were able to view tributes and sign a memorial page. Guru's nephew, Justin Nicholas Alam Ruff, made a 60-minute documentary in which he narrated the story of his late uncle. At the 2011 Grammy Awards, Guru's name was not mentioned in the annual retrospective of musicians who had died since the 2010 awards. On April 21st, 2011, Revive Dalive, uh, Revive Dalive Big Band held a tribute show for Guru at Les Poisson Rouge in New York City. The show paid homage to Guru's Jazzamitaz series and featured a full jazz band tribute with all proceeds going towards the Alam family. During the concert, Baby Grand Records donated 5,000 to Guru's son, KC Alam. That's very wonderful. Um, wow, geez, no, no, that's very, um, that's very good that they were able to do a tribute like that. Um, his passing is tragic, and, um, it's sad, like, too, like, when you learn about MCs, I remember learning about Guru, and just thinking, like, man, I, I would love, it. and then learning that he was gone, and just, like, knowing, like, damn, like, I really didn't, I just got to know him through the music and shit, and, um, it's just crazy just to think the way life goes because he was born in Roxbury, uh, Boston, Massachusetts. His father, Harry, was a judge. Mother Barbara was the co-director of, li of libraries at the Boston public school system. He attended the Advent School on Beacon Hill in Boston. So he's originally from Boston and eventually took graduate classes at the Fashion Institute uh, of Technology in Manhattan. So eventually, I think that's where he met Premier. And, uh, geez, yeah, no, like, Guru, again, like, he really put in a lot of work. Guru put in a lot of work, and, uh, so did Premier. And Gangstar, I think that's where the magic was. You have the DJ-producer uh, combo, and I think when they hit Hard to Earn, like, this is the first album I heard by him. And, um, like I said, this has mass appeal, but you take, you can take that song away. There are plenty of good records, like, Tons of Guns, Brainstorm, Code of the Streets, Ight, Chill speak your clout um blowing up the spot suckers need bodyguards is my shit that is such a fucking old school throwback record uh you know what i mean acting hard but can't walk around without a bodyguard um that's a fucking hit and this album it just this is one album if you're gonna listen to gangstar you better you should probably start here because that's where i started maybe i'm biased and four years after hard to earn they released moment of truth and uh, again, this is just a really good, straightforward album. Like DJ Premier and Guru, they figured out their formula and they stuck with it. And that's the thing, like, 
they've been at this they've been creating since 89 and i think hard to earn like once they were like with duos and groups it takes time to get that chemistry and i think after hard to earn they really had a good grasp on their skill sets and what their strengths were and guru's ability to, to kill the pocket in every instrumental is so fucking amazing like I'm not even going to do it justice when I read these lyrics, but um, I'm going to try my best. One, two, check. This is from Brainstorm. One, two, check it, get down and dirty. And my sounds are worthy of respect, so I'm going to flex. But my text just like a major takeover. Chumps pass the mic over. Growing more and more nervous when I serve this ass whooping. Coming straight out of Brooklyn. Bold head from the old school. Born to rule with more class than Billy D to a pussy MC. You know a what's MC? I'm like his worst nightmare when I'm on my killing spree. Pick, pick the Vic, who will it be? Your vote may hold the key, it's up to you, tell us true, who'll be herb of the day, and, you, and you're fake, you break, when suckers choose, they lose, I'm like lethal to you and your people. So this is where the MF Doom comparison comes in with the multi-syllable rhyme skills. Guru needs to get his credit for his multi-syllable ability. It's like an outrage when punk step on stage with the weak show, weak flow, and still make dough. So I'ma take dough from him and stun him, teach him and how to re- and, and teach him how to really get biz like this. Me and my gang's gonna swarm, brainstorm. And again, if we break down the multi-syllable uh, work that I was in, like let me go back to coming straight out of Brooklyn, bold head from the old school, born to roll with more class than Billy D to a pussy MC, you know a wuss MC. I'm like his worst nightmare when I'm on my killing spree. Pick the Vic, who will it be? Your vote may hold the key. It's up to you. Tell us true, who'll be Herb of the day? And you're fake. You break when suckers choose. They lose. I'm like lethal to you and your people. It's like an outrage when punks step on stage with the weak show, weak flow, and still make dough. So, like, again, like, I hear everything that he's doing, the internal rhymes, the outside rhymes, and how he puts this together consistently. Guru was just so fucking good that I think that he's one of those dudes. If you want to study flow, you want to study good delivery, buttery delivery, I think that's something that Guru fucking own. And there's so much importance in Gangstar. And um, I just wanted to take these time, this time to touch on it and uh, just talk about the legacy of Gangstar. At some point, I, I'm, uh, I might do a longer episode where I actually want to break down maybe even an uh, album. You know, because I, I don't do reviews. I don't do reviews. I'm not a dude who does album reviews. I like to talk about shit I like. So I'm not going to waste time if I don't like music, trashing it. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Because shit's subjective. I'm not. This, this isn't my game. But um, I will definitely be talking about Hard to Earn at some point because that is such a great, that's a classic hip-hop album. And Gangstar, they definitely have a couple of classics under their belt. And I just want to take time. Um, I've also done a Legends on DJ Premier. And uh, I'm going to do more uh, uh, Legends for producers like Pete Rock and such. And I'm also going to do new producer segments where I, uh, I'm i going to shout out new producers, up-and-coming people. I'm looking for more people to interview uh, from DJs, other rappers, producers. Like I said, producer, producer. I, I, I feel like I'm using that word a lot. Engineers. Um, anybody in the business I'm interested in interviewing because hip-hop is such an expansive art form. And I just fall in love with it more every day. And like I said, I'm lucky to be here. We're all lucky to be alive. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you for this love and support. I'm going to keep on putting out content. There, there are two out today, I believe. So, yeah, keep on looking. Keep on listening. I'll be dropping them. Peace.